This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton here from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, where I work hard to support your auto repair shop success. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from today's topic. So please take time to share personally or through your social network. If you do have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Let's get started with episode 77, Fighting the Victim Mindset. So Chris, why this topic? Things have been kind of heavy here lately, but before we moved on to our Leadership Gold series again, I want you to be able to recognize the victim mindset in yourself, but more importantly, your employees, okay? What is a victim mindset? A victim mindset is when someone feels that bad things keep happening to them no matter what. At the root of this mentality is that none of these circumstances or situations are their fault or your fault. Attitudes, beliefs, and signs of a victim mentality. There are basically, you know, three core beliefs underlying or this mindset. And here they are. Bad things just happen to me no matter what I do. You know, this is you deflecting that you are the problem or at least your mindset is the problem. Number two, bad things are other people's fault, not mine. This is you not taking accountability for your actions and what you're doing inside your own life both personal and business, right? Number three, I can't change what happens, so there's no point in trying. This is you giving up because the pain of moving forward is more difficult and harder than you living slash wallowing in what you are in the here and now. You may hear yourself or someone else utter one of these phrases that I'm getting ready to to share with you, but often the attitudes accompanying victimhood are more subtle. After all, no one goes around broadcasting that they have a victim complex or mindset, and you're less likely to think of yourselves that way. That's why you're stuck in the stuck in the drain, so to speak, and can't get out of it. So I want you to look for these signs in yourself. And as an owner, as somebody in the community, have your eyes open and your head up so you can recognize these signs in someone else. Number one. They put themselves down constantly, even if they say, oh, they're just joking. Number two, doesn't look forward to anything about the future, like there is no silver lining in the future whatsoever. Number three, angry or resentful of others' good fortune. Number four, tells the same negative stories over and over again. Number five, minimizes positive events or good news, whether from themselves or others. This is like the Eeyore. In the group, right? No matter no matter what the positive is, there's always a negative or a way to bring you or themselves down. Uh, number six, self-pity and a strong sense of entitlement. Number seven, often defensive and sensitive to criticism. Number eight, lacks empathy for other people's problems. Number nine, overly concerned about keeping score and fairness. Number 10, always has a reason why a proposed solution would never work. No matter how many times you overcome the obstacle, they're always going to throw another obstacle in your way. Seems preoccupied with past traumas. Believes everyone else has it easier than they do. Extremely risk averse. Obsesses over negative situations, but seemingly uninterested in solving them. 
never accepts personal responsibility or criticism from others, no matter how gently it's phrased. Quick to judge others, seeing them as either friends or enemies. It can be hard to sympathize with someone who's so defensive. Many of these traits are developed as a result of traumatic experiences, right? These individuals often feel that people are untrustworthy or out to get them. And and because of this, they keep their guard up, harping on negative events to avoid emotional vulnerability. Chris, what causes a victim mindset? No one's born a victim. A victim mindset isn't a personality trait. It's a learned behavior. In fact, victim syndrome, if you want to call that, could be considered a type of learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is a phenomenon in psychology where people who have traumatic experiences feel that they can't escape it no matter what they do. So they just succumb to it. And then and then again, they're just circling the drain and can't get out. From what I've read in, in experiments on learned helplessness, researchers you know, will put animals into an environment where they receive an electric shock. People are typically exposed to loud noises, but whether person or animal, most stop trying to escape that situation once their first few efforts fail. Even when a solution is available, they continue to believe that they can't do anything about it. Their feelings of helplessness place them in the victim role, even though they're the ones in complete control. There was a researcher called Stephen Meyer who's kind of responsible for identifying learned helplessness. And he found that people weren't actually learning helplessness. Instead, they were failing to learn control. That's a great positive spin on that. And so learning that we have the ability to change our circumstances might actually be the way out of the victim mindset. And so I'm going to read that one more time. I think that's super important. Learning that you slash whoever you've identified that is in the victim mindset has the ability to change your circumstance might actually be the way out of this victim mindset. So first of all, you have to acknowledge that you've got a problem and that you can change and slash control the problem. Okay. Why would someone give up their control in a situation? Well, you know, when people do anything, they typically do for one of two reasons, either to avoid a consequence or experience a reward And on some level, then the victim mindset must fulfill one of these two motivators. The question is, what do we get from a sense of powerlessness that we would have to give up to take control? Here are some circumstances that might result in developing a a victim mindset as a coping mechanism. Number one, trauma. If a person has experienced a traumatic situation in their youth, they may feel like life is inherently difficult and there's nothing they can do to make it better. This is a key way that learned helplessness develops. Okay, Victims may feel that no one understands them or they can't trust anyone to help them. Number two, manipulation. Some people enjoy the attention and sense of control that victimhood brings. Even though they feel like they lack control over the circumstances in their life, They thrive on the validation and sympathy from others. It's easier to feel better being in this inferior role than it is to actually be successful and get recognition for that. And so being able to get other people to stop and help them or at the the very least feel sorry for them, it helps them retain a sense of importance and control. Number three, lack of accountability. This is super important. People may respond to low standards or expectations by playing the victim, whether because someone else has always stepped up to take responsibility or because people don't expect much. Being out of control becomes comfortable. When you're in the victimhood, it provides an 
anonymity and protection, when you're never at the wheel, things are never your fault, right? Like you can't take accountability for it. If, if you don't do it, it's not me, it's them. I wasn't in control. Finally, for this section, avoidance. A lot of people that I talk to are more afraid of their own success than you are of your failure. Giving up responsibility for ourselves and our actions makes us feel like we don't have to be accountable for what we say we want. Chasing your dreams requires a degree of vulnerability, resilience, self-confidence, willingness to grow, none of which you need if you just play the victim card, right? It's much easier to be a failure than it is to stand in your own success. AutoLeap is a cloud-based, all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth. 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers. Three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence. 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. So what are some consequences of a victim mindset? When you give up responsibility for your life, that's not all you give up. A victim mindset is associated with decreased well-being, poor social connections, and self-destructive behavior. And so following are some, you know, several behaviors and thought patterns you may notice or experience that have their roots in victim syndrome. And so I want you to look for these things in yourself. I do these things. What am I doing in this mindset to put me in here? So the first one's difficulty sustaining personal relationships. Number two, feeling guilty, ashamed, or inadequate. Feelings of languish or being stuck in life. The inability to feel pleasure or positive feelings. Hopeless about the possibility of change or getting help. Fear that everyone is out to get you or will take advantage of you. And finally, the inability to enjoy successes when they do occur. So we talked about what that looks like, how to identify it things like that. So how do we release a victim mentality? You know, ironically, recognizing the symptoms of a victim mentality in your own life may make you feel more hopeless. But remember that no one's born a victim. Victim syndrome is a learned pattern that helps us cope with trauma. And the way to release it is to find other ways to make yourself feel safe and in control. One of the first things we have to do is you have to take responsibility for your own life. The opposite of victimhood is accountability. While your circumstances may not be your fault, they are your responsibility. That doesn't mean that you caused it. It just means that you have the ability to respond to your circumstances and change the outcome. You know, next you start by identifying one or two small things that you can do to make a positive difference in your life. Work with a coach if you need help determining what would make this big, you know, make the biggest impact. If you need somebody to hold the mirror up to you and call you out on your BS, then hire a coach to do that for you. You need to find the silver lining. You may find that victimhood is offering secret payoffs in your life. What are you getting out of constantly being down on your luck? Is it attention, validation, or are you getting away with not taking action on a bigger goal? 
if you can determine what the victim mentality is covering up, then you can find other healthier ways to provide yourself with what you really want. Again, instead of getting coached, maybe you need to get a therapist. Victim syndrome often stems from underlying trauma. If that's the case, you may need help from a mental health professional to uncover and process the root cause so it no longer impacts your daily life. Understanding why you may feel as if you're destined for bad luck or that you can't trust others may help you understand what's holding you back in the present, in the here and now. Practice saying no. This is a big one. A lot of times people just say yes to everything, but practice saying no when this puts you in control. When you feel like other people have more control over your life than you do, it's often because of unclear boundaries. Practice saying no. It's really hard to do at first, particularly if you're afraid of damaging a relationship with a loved one, etc. But saying no can restore your sense of power and control over your own life and what you're trying to accomplish. Another thing you can do is develop self-efficacy. Remember learned helplessness. The antidote to learned helplessness is self-efficacy, the belief that you can do something successfully. You develop self-advocacy through your past experiences, encouragement, seeing other models of success in your emotional state. If your past experiences have taught you that success is out of reach, surround yourself with positive affirmations and stories of people who've overcome the odds to change their lives. Also, if you're in a friend group and everybody's negative and always punching you in the mouth and holding you down, To hell with those people. Get a new group of friends. Like you don't need those people pulling you down in your life. You do enough of that of your own. So get a new friend group or interchange some of them. You have to do that. You can't surround yourself with yes men, yes women, people that constantly put you down. And if you're the smartest person in your friend group, then that's not a good thing. It might make you feel better. might be a great way to wallow in it. But you need to get a new friend group. Another thing is be nice to yourself. People that have this victim mindset feel like the world is out to get them. I hesitate to say this, but you know, the world doesn't care that much about you to be out to get you all the time. It is completely in your head and it's completely the BS story that you tell yourself, oh, the world's out to get me. The only person stopping from you in the world is you. People that get into this mindset, they've unconsciously adopted the belief that if they always expect bad things to happen, they won't be blindsided by the kind of trauma that happened in the past. And because of that, those people are always on guard, though, you know, you have a hard time forgiving yourself when you do make mistakes or get hurt. The answer isn't always to throw ourselves a pity party, but to uplift ourselves with self-compassion, right? Be your own cheerleader. Bring yourself up. Remember that your past doesn't determine your future. Be gentle with yourself and remind yourself often that you are worthwhile, you are capable, and you are deserving of good things. If you need to, start a journal of everything that you've accomplished and reread it when you need a boost. People that write me emails, people that send me text messages, I print those out, I keep them in a folder. And sometimes, you know, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I do not want to deal today. And I read those and I'm like, you know what? People are depending on me. Um, This is what I do. This is what I love. And kick that negativity out and be a badass. Start your day out. You know, if you've identified somebody that works for you or whatever that is in a victim mindset, here's a tip to, to help that person out. If someone you care about has a victim mindset, it can be emotionally overwhelming, right? You may feel frustrated or like nothing you do seems to make a difference. You may resent the constant complaining. You may also feel that on some level, they just want to stay where they are. Depending on your relationship with them, their victimhood and helplessness may affect you directly. 
if this is the case, it's important to take care of yourself, even while you try to support the other person. Here's some things you can do to help someone with victim mentality without compromising your own well-being. Help them brainstorm solutions. Don't take it personally if they say it won't work. Just keep them focused and solution-oriented. They need somebody to be accountable to. Number two, encourage them and remind them of their past achievements. Number three, affirm and validate how they feel, especially if they talk about the trauma that created this mentality. Encourage them to get professional help. If you're in a close relationship or fam- you know, a family member, consider going to counseling together as well as individually. Um, number five, set clear boundaries with them. You may be willing to lend an ear on occasion, but don't let them keep you up all night or be unsupportive about your success. Um, this is saying no to them for you. Okay, remember, you have to be in control as well. Number six, point out specific unhelpful behaviors. Calling them a victim would likely make things worse. However, it may be helpful for them if you point out actionable steps or encourage them to seek the positive. Number seven, again, keep up with your own self-care. Supporting another person's emotional well-being can be draining, both physically and mentally. Make sure you prioritize spending time with people and activities that fill your cup. Another thing, take your life back into your own hands. It can be hard to feel like your life is under your control when bad things keep happening, either real or imagined. This is especially true when success feels slow and failure feels overwhelming. But, you know, I tell people all the time, they're often like, oh, I wish we could go faster. I wish we could do this. And I'm like, you know, we'll go as fast as you want to go or you're capable of going. But remember, we're turning coal into diamonds. And how does that happen? It's a slow process that happens over time, but eventually we always get there, okay? Don't let failure feel overwhelming. It's also important to remember that very few things that we experience in life are personal. The people around you care for you, and they want you to do well in life, but more importantly, it's critical that you value your own happiness and well-being. Even if there's not one single thing you can do to change your situation, although there probably is, you can always control your attitude. Find meaning in the midst of the victim mindset and the path forward will open. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at AutoFixSOS.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. I'm challenging you to be a gorilla in a world of monkeys, everybody. Time to rise and grind, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.